The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast we're going to talk about, well, (laughs) the quarterback position. We are honing in on each and every position as we draw closer to the start of the season. And, of course, we got to start at the quarterback position. So, previewing the quarterback position on the Broncos Blitz podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. For the Denver Broncos this year, how did they look in training camp as they transitioned to the regular season practices? What do we think of Drew Locke and why, uh, well, he could buck the trend of the long, mistaken road that John Elway has uh, well been traveling down at least over the last couple of years. So that is on the docket today on the podcast. I do, of course, want to uh, recommend that you check out previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast. You can check that out at milehighsports.com. And, of course, with this podcast, look, a lot of great things going on, but asking and answering your questions, you can do that two ways, either submissions on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio, or you can submit via email, Ronnie K at milehighsports.com. And, of course, you can find this Broncos podcast on the many different locations, as you can find it, uh, many great little platforms, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and milehighsports.com. So, the Broncos uh, currently have three quarterbacks, of course, on the roster. Drew Locke, Brett Rippon, and Jeff Driscoll. Uh, Going into camp, it was very clear. Drew Locke was the starter with Jeff Driscoll, the backup, and Brett Rippon, the third stringer, potentially even not being on the roster a little bit farther down the depth chart uh, for the Broncos. There was always a curiosity about a potential quarantine quarterback coming in. Uh, could the Denver Broncos be utilizing that that idea being shot down so far at least? And for the Broncos, it was certainly refreshing to know that they had finally, for the first time in a long, long time, the one guy, the, the guy to come into training camp who was the clear, defined starter, somebody who was going to take the reins, whether good or bad, and uh, have some hope because I think that's the big thing that Broncos quarterbacks haven't given Broncos fans in the past is that nobody truly bought into Joe Flacco. Nobody truly bought into Case Keatum. Really, nobody really truly bought into Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon and all the rotating door, the Brock Osweiler situation. Nobody really bought in since Peyton Manning. And so if you are a Broncos fan, this is the first year where you start to look at things and say, okay, I can at least see the quarterback position and and see the potential. There's I can see some potential there with Drew Locke. Now, whether he delivers and becomes a franchise quarterback, that is certainly another story. Speaking of stories, interesting one from our friends at Bleacher Report and Kalen Caller, who wrote about uh, an interesting question and uh, simply put asking, well, uh, is Drew Locke the uh, per se franchise quarterback that uh, John Elway has been desperately seeking for so many years 
goes in to talk about how Von Miller, of course, is a big fan of Drew Locke, talking uh, about how he is a effing superstar. We heard that last year. And uh, look, Drew Locke, certainly the there is a lot to like. Um, but I think the big question that Kalen asks, of course, is, is Drew Locke ready to answer John Elway's QB question? Because, look, there is a lot of good and a lot of bad that you're going to see from Drew Locke this year. And I get it. The first thing you're going to say is, well, Ronnie, you're towing the line here. You're you're riding the fence. And I get it. But look, the reality is, is you got to understand, this kid started five games last year, okay? And while a second year is certainly going to prove very valuable, and a second year where he's not in a competition with everybody else, he knows he was the starter from day one, let's be honest, that that is valuable but there is still a lot of things he hasn't seen and so because of that there are going to be times where he's going to throw into some different disguised coverages that he just never even saw the hope is that he doesn't make that mistake again and he improves on it that was the big emphasis for the broncos during training camp Uh, coaches have mentioned this multiple times vic fangio and uh, of course pat Shermer. Talking about how, look, the kid's going to make mistakes, but as long as he don't make the same mistake twice and he starts to clean up what he is working on, they will be fine. Now, this is a Broncos team that, at the quarterback position over the past couple years, look, it's been bad. Make no mistake. It has been uh, downright horrible. Uh, 2017, that, that rotating door was arguably one of the worst I've ever seen. But finally, I think the one important thing also and the the benefit that they get from a one true quarterback now is a defined uh, player that the offense can kind of build around, you know, and the the offense can kind of lean on. And maybe more important, they got that leadership as well, too. This has not been the case for the last couple of years, you know, even dating back to, to look last year when Joe Flacco was the starter and you pull him out and Brendan Allen comes in and, you know, you have different cadences and different styles of quarterbacks and guys who maybe uh, stick in the pocket versus moving out. You know, that, that was the big issue back, speaking of 2017, that was the big issue of 2017 when you had this rotating door at quarterback. It wasn't just one bad guy. It was just three bad players that they just rotated between. Now you have one solidified guy that the offensive line gets the opportunity to learn the cadences from, that be- that built chemistry with the wide receivers. And I know this is a different year with COVID certainly kind of coming into play and affecting mini camp, no preseason games. That's going to be a big deal. But quite frankly, look, that affects all offenses, and that's going to affect all partnerships between a quarterback and a wide receiver. I don't care how good they have been, whether it's a, a dynamic duo between the two for years and years and years, you still got to get that that in-game kind of chemistry together to start a season, and the fact of the matter is that it is a level playing field. So Denver is going to be in a boat that everybody else sits in, and I don't really know if that's that's an excuse that can be utilized outside of maybe if they were to see some misfiring between a Jerry Judy and Drew Locke or K.J. Hamler because these are guys who are rookies in the NFL, and they're still learning how to play the game at the speed that they need to at the wide receiver position. 
The Broncos expect, I, I'm going to assume, this is just my prediction, my assumption, that they will carry two quarterbacks this year. That Drew Locke will basically be their dedicated starter if anybody else other than Drew Locke is throwing the football in meaningful games, bad things happened. Um, Drew Locke, over the course of training camp, was uh, in in a way good. Um, I, I think the the best way to kind of put it on a scale of maybe one to ten is this was a guy who who was somewhere in the seven and a half range, a, a solid seven and a half, nothing less. I don't think there was really nothing more. He wasn't absolutely spectacular, but boy, you saw some flashes. And you know what? He made very few boneheaded kind of th- threw it into triple coverage plays that made you say, huh? What in the world was that? So I, I think if you're a Broncos fan, you come away after watching training camp and you see a very, um, uh, well, maybe the best way to put it, a, a very impressed overall uh, resume from the young kid. Now, certainly, look, that is practice. That is uh, scripted plays. You know, it's sevens and elevens. There's can't put a lot of stock into a ton of that. But regardless, that is how he looks, at least from my observations. It's clear that he has a good chemistry with Cortland Sutton. It's very clear he's starting to develop that chemistry with Jerry Judy, and he loves his tight ends. Tight ends going to be very good in this offense for not only Drew Locke, but also, of course, uh, just I think in general, because, look, they're going to be able to move the football with these tight ends, and then they're going to be able to have mismatches. And that's where I think the the Broncos' offense, and particularly John Elway in the offseason, did a really nice job putting mismatches all over the football field. I mean, you want to talk about... Uh, okay, let's let's just say... They're, they're, we're going to line them up three wide. Uh, maybe we'll throw a tight end in there. And uh, a running back single eye in the backfield. And, and this is going to be a, a situation where, you know, maybe it's uh, second and five. You open up the playbook a little bit. It's not quite second and short where everything is available. But certainly you could be looking to run here or uh, opening up the passing game. And you've got a guy like Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and maybe K.J. Hamler out on the football field. And you accompany him with a 6'5", 245, 250 tight end and Noah Fan who can run a 4'5". All right, well, who's covering and shadowing Cortland Sutton? Because that's your known commodity, right? That's your that's your that's your guy. I mean, you you've got to have a bona fide corner, uh, a top five corner, or else Cortland Sutton's going to eat that guy's lunch. We saw that last year, and so you're going to need to you're going to need some help. Maybe you're shying over a safety. Okay, well, that's the attention of a full person as well as a half, uh, maybe even two. Now you're looking at Jerry Judy, who is just flaming corners when it comes to footwork i mean he is roasting guys at the point of attack and now all of a sudden you're opening up okay well that's that short game so maybe maybe a linebacker is kind of cheating over or at least trying to muck up uh, pathways or um you know the the vision for drew lock to to try to take that away well, now, you've, now you're pulling attention away from this guy, and it's okay, oh, you're lining up single coverage now for K.J. Hamler, who we've known, at least so far, has got blazing speed. You're lining up single coverage for Noah Fant, who is bigger than any linebacker, faster than any linebacker, certainly more physical than any corner or safety that you're going to be able to find. I, I just, I'm, I'm failing to see how a defense can throw so many covers 
or, or throw so many guys out there to where they can be efficient to cover all these guys. And then you, we haven't even talked about the running backs yet. And so, look, obviously this is a Broncos offense that everything is going to rotate around the trigger man, and obviously the trigger man is Drew Locke. But you, you like what they did in the offseason. The, the, the one question that we asked about uh, John Elway, um, the, the number one goal, if you will, around this whole thing is um, you had to build around Drew Locke and you had to make that offense better and you had to uh, put the kid in an opportunity to be successful. And I think John Elway has done that. I think that's uh, going to really show its fruit here uh, as we get the season starting in about oh, 10, 11 days, uh, Tennessee, Monday Night Football. In fact, this is the as I record this, this is the final uh, Thursday without football uh, that we will see until December. Uh, at least we hope. Cross our fingers. COVID year, obviously, making things very, very weird. It is the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And look, here's the deal. Foot- we just mentioned it. Football around the corner. There is no better place than to get in on all the action than with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Of course, to celebrate the return of football, DraftKings giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. Listen up. This is ridiculous, okay? Have you heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Well, week one, DraftKings is ensuring that even if Kansas City were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash your bet. Here's the deal. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 for all users. So even if Kansas City were to lose by 100 points, and I assure you they're not going to, you still win big with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a no-brainer. Look, I know it's hard to bet on the Kansas City Chiefs. I get it. I get it, buddy. But uh, I can't. I'm not allowed to say this. Um, but it's basically free money. It's crazy. This is an insane opportunity for you to check in with our friends over there at DraftKings. On top of the amazing offer, DraftKings has given away up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, enter the survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. And again, go check out the no-brainer Plus 101. That's absolutely insane for Kansas City. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code MHS to get in on all the action. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So, we have been talking about how... Drew Locke, uh, of course, the the preview today is the quarterback position. But um, I want to talk about the bad of what Drew Locke has gone. Because I think in in relative, for the most part of this this podcast, it's been going on for 15 minutes now. We've we've said a lot of positives, right? All right, Drew Locke and the potential, you know, offense and the mismatches and the the opportunities to to really expose the defenses and Drew Locks look good. He's a seven and a half in training camp, and he's shown some. There's a lot to like. Okay, 
Let's talk about what's to dislike or maybe the, the potential criticism that he could face because you don't want to get too excited. You do want to pump the brakes. You do want to understand that, look, five-game sample size, I can look at both sides and say, this is a guy I'm excited about, but I'm not expecting all pro play. Drew Locke played against some bad defenses last year, okay? Some bad defenses from... Uh, gosh, Houston to L.A. I mean, these were these were teams that were ranked in the back half. Okay, they were not terrific. So this is a quarterback who may have had a little bit more luster shined onto the resume for that five game span because of that. Now. You hope that this year, this offseason, he improves and he progresses and this becomes, uh, you know, something to be more consistent. And, you know, you can't blame Drew Locke because he can only play who's in front of him. But the reality is, is that he has not seen those kind of defenses that have those mysterious disguises or have those extra blitzers that come out of nowhere. And this is going to be critical for him to learn that because there have been times at training camp where the Denver Broncos disguised a little bit of a delay blitz and he failed to pick that up gonna look for the center position particularly Lloyd Cushenberry the third to kind of help Drew Locke out for this because this is what a young quarterback is is sometimes not going to be able to spot he's always looking for the defense and looking for the Mike linebacker he's looking for who are you the the impact players where are the matchups I like there's a lot of things going on in the brain and you got to do this in 10 seconds after calling the play and scanning the field and getting everybody in position there's a lot to focus on. And then, you know, you, you don't see this cornerback or this, this safety maybe taking a couple extra steps towards the line of scrimmage, and it's, it's kind of clouded because he's kind of behind a linebacker, and you snap that football and off comes screaming around the edge, unblocked is that safety, and he smashes you and you, fo- you fumble the football. Those are the kind of moments that I think Drew Locke's going to have to start to spot a, a little bit more earlier than maybe what a career arc uh, for the quarterback position is because there are some good defensive uh, teams that Denver is going to be playing this year. And there are some particularly very good superstars that they're going to be playing against as well, too. Um, you know, this this is something that they're going to have to kind of get this kid up to speed very, very quickly. And if they don't, it could be a rough year because I think the blocking for Drew Locke is going to very much be a bend but don't break as a best case scenario because this is a football team that is poor on the left tackle position, poor on the right tackle position, solid on the interior, but maybe a hair improve on in, uh, 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 maybe a hair. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, unproven. Unproven. Uh, you like Dalton Reisner. I think Dalton Reisner's done enough to prove that he's a very solid guard in this league. But look, Lloyd Cushenberry third rookie. Graham Glasgow, think he's a solid player from his time in Detroit, but this is his first year in Denver. So I, I think there's a, there is absolutely some right to reserve a little bit of judgment in saying that, you know what, maybe this kid... It's, it's cool to get excited about him, but let's not, you know, bet the mortgage, bet the house on, uh, you know, him winning the MVP and Denver being a 13-win team. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. But that being said, 
it is, um, I think, very, very refreshing, more than anything, to see a quarterback that, look, we're having this discussion, right? We're having this discussion of don't get too excited about him, right? Because you know what? For the past couple years... We haven't had that discussion. We haven't had the discussion about Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch or Brock Osweiler or Chad Kelly or Joe Flack or Case Kin. We all knew those guys were not good players. They were not franchise quarterbacks. At least there's the mystique and the potential of that happening. We could potentially see that out of Drew Locke. And that's where I think Bronco fans get really excited, and rightfully so, because this kid, I've been a big fan since Missouri, and I think can really become a player in the NFL. Of course, look, the expectation's going to be to win games. Uh, and all be all, uh, this is an expectation that I think for the Denver Broncos that is going to be somewhere in the 9-10 win range. I think this is a, a team that is going to be asked to uh, really... Uh, a, take care of games they should win, but B, steal some games that, you know what, probably you shouldn't win. Uh, I think everybody is hyped for Tampa Bay with Leonard Fournette and Tom Brady, and you know what, that's a that's a Broncos uh, team that, that defensively they match up and, and should be able to get to Tom Brady, maybe frustrate him, and that's a game where Drew Locke needs to shine and score some points. They, they simply cannot score 17 points per game again. They just cannot, not after spending all the resources, not after drafting Noah Fan, Albert Okawebana, Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, getting Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Ham. You cannot score 17 points per game. This needs to be an offense that is somewhere in the 22 to 24 range. If you're in the 23, 24 range, you're, you're coming up on fringe top 10. So somewhere in that 22, 24 range, that means you're probably in the upper echelon in the league. I'm not going to expect them to come out like gangbusters and score 28 to 30 points per game. That's too high an expectation. That's too high a bar to set, but somewhere in that 22 to 24, I think anything less than that, we're starting to look at this and say, boy, uh, why are they not doing this? Is this because of injury or maybe is it because they're just underachieving or maybe were our expectations a little too high? I don't know. We will certainly continue to break that down. On the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's going to be a fun year, and, of course, this podcast is going to go five days a week now. It is going to be awesome. Um, I want to leave you with one piece of audio. This is Drew Locke speaking this week. And actually, um, you know, we're, we're going to kind of continue this second half of the podcast where we talk about the bad of Drew Locke so far. Because you know what? He had a bad game. He had a bad, well, it wasn't a game. It was a practice. It was a session. He had a bad practice at Empower Field at Mile High this week. And I thought this was some really good audio from Drew Locke because you know what? He didn't sidestep any of the questions. He didn't dodge any of the bullets. He knew he was terrible. It was bad. It was rainy. It was cold. The crowd noise got to him. He miscommunication, misfires, threw a couple picks. He was bad. And you know what? He owned up to it. You know, I feel like if you find a quarterback that's not upset and hurt to the core after a practice where, you know, you kind of get your butt kicked in. And you got the wrong guy leading your team. So, of course, you know, right now I'm upset. Would rather play a lot better. Um, but it's a learning moment for me. That's what. That's where you got to go after the fact. After you get out the, wow, that was bad, upset, beating yourself up. You can do that for probably 
half hour after the game. Obviously, the emotions are running high. I'm going to do that for probably the next 10 more minutes, and I'm going to let it go. I'm going to figure out what I did wrong, watch my feet. I'm going to watch the plays and watch what the defense did, see if they brought something different today, um, and just really try to correct myself over the next you know, days until we get back out there Monday. You know, I've always been the guy to be able to learn more from mistakes and rather than, you know, just being all, all daisies, all roses out there. So it'll be good for us to be able to go back and look at how we struggled, look what we did wrong, um, especially like you said, for those young guys. Um, it, it's big to, it's big to struggle early. I feel like I, I feel like I, I got told this when I was in college, you know, I'd rather, if someone was telling me this, they'd rather me struggle early and be great later on. So I, I'd rather us struggle right now, obviously, and then be great when the season comes along. So again, Drew Locke this week talking about the uh, practice. I think a lot of intelligent stuff from the young kid. You don't usually hear young kids like that kind of own up to that. It's like, you know what? That's on me. That's on me. I got to be better. So look, uh, you're going to see some good. You're going to see some bad from Drew Locke. Uh, I would guesstimate somewhere in the range of, uh, let me throw out a number for you. I always hate doing this because this always puts me in a corner, and uh, I know y'all will come back and throw this at my face later uh, in the year, whether good or bad. Uh, somewhere in the range of 25 to 30 touchdown passes, somewhere in the range of 10 to 14 interceptions, a completion percentage that's 64, 65%, and how about give me give me 31 to 3,300 yards? That's that's the kind of year I am not only looking for, but kind of expecting from Drew Locke. And I tell you what, they get that kind of year plus a top 10 defense from Vic Fangio and that uh, Broncos defense, boy, that's a recipe for a postseason uh, berth. We'll see. Certainly going to be interesting, and we will keep up on that with the Broncos Blitz podcast. It is, of course, presented by DraftKings America's top-rated sportsbook app. I certainly appreciate you joining us on the podcast. And if you have any questions on the Broncos, make sure to ask on either Twitter or email. You can email me, Ronnie K at milehighsports.com or on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. We will be having this podcast, of course, five days a week. It's going to be a lot of fun, and certainly we will continue to cover the Broncos. I'll be at Dove Valley uh, a couple times per week, so I'll get the opportunity to see the Broncos with my own eyeballs, and we'll report back whatever we see on the Broncos on this podcast. Of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, a Mile High Sports Dot com podcast and speaking of milehighsports.com go check out the great articles that are written over there uh, from Zach Seegers, Rich Kurtzman, uh, Doug Ottawell, always got to call him out. A lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool uh, BLM stuff uh, that you can check out from uh, Cream Jackson's interview. In fact, uh, go check out the previous interviews we've done with Cream Jackson, some of the exclusive stuff, him talking about racism and um, opening up about covid there's there's just so much that's happened this year right uh, so you can go check that out over there at milehighsports.com again that's milehighsports.com that's where you can find archives of this podcast and again subscribe follow uh give us five stars if you like the podcast if you like what we do support us over there at the many different locations and platforms that you can find this podcast whether it be spreaker stitcher itunes spotify or mile high sports Com. I am all done for the podcast again. My name is Ronnie Court. I appreciate you listening again starting next week. 
five days a week for the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'll see you on the other side, of course, and be sure to check out previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast or any info on the Denver Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.